What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Brunch with Desby. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, and the B stands for Boy Mom. Woo! That's the first time I used that one, folks. Really excited for this week's episode, as I am for every single episode. I love just sitting down and chatting with you guys. So if you're new here, thank you for listening. And if you're not new here, welcome the fuck back. Happy Sunday. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Wyatt and I. Hope you had a little bit of a drink, and I hope you have another one today. I am currently sipping on my favorite sparkling water. It is the strawberry kiwi. I get it at giant eagle. Um, and it's just, it's so good. It's so refreshing. It kind of wakes me up in the morning. I just, I love a good carbonated drink. I don't know about you guys. Sometimes it can make my belly uncomfortable because it's so bubbly, but overall really great experience was it experiences with that. So that's what I'm sipping on today. Um, since I am breastfeeding, I just, I really cannot bring myself to drink a lot. Um, cause I, like, I don't really understand when to know if it's too much, you know what I mean? So I just, I kind of just stay away from it for now um, until I have a reason to really go out and get belligerent and just pump and dump. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do like that in between and all of a sudden Maddox is drunk as shit and like, I don't know that. (laughs) Just kidding. But um, this week's episode, what are we talking about today? I I wanted to take a second, honestly, just talk about social media. Um, I've had a lot of like come to Jesus emotions with social media in the past couple months, I would say maybe even this year in general, but especially even the past week or two with just all the election shit um, and just kind of seeing just the ugliest side of social media. And with that, I though think that there's a lot of positivity to it um, and how you use it. And so I just want to kind of talk about how to deal with negativity on social media, how I personally got over feeling like I needed to suck everyone's dick and how I kind of just actually enjoy social media because of the energy I put into it now. Um, I think a lot of us can kind of relate with the conversation of just social media. So I hope that you guys can just kind of listen today and maybe um, find some things to implement in your own um, screen time, if you want to call it, or maybe even just see a little bit of insights on the other side of social media, maybe influencing. I don't know. We're, I don't know what we're going to fucking talk about. You guys know, I don't do the scripted. I just kind of literally hit record and start spewing the shit. So we will see where this conversation goes. I think that is my favorite part about my podcast is that it's just, it's pure, it's pure, it's fun. I, I never know what we're going to get into, but it's going to be fun. So um, if you guys haven't already, make sure you check out the show notes. We have um, some pretty great things coming up, including my four weeks, four gains app program, just 40 fucking dollars, $40. That's basically four Chipotle runs. If you're getting a steak bowl um, and you get access to my app, takes you right up to the holiday season um, in terms of a four-week program and you get a community with it and more. So feel free to check that out. Also new merch um, as well as just, you know, probably other housekeeping stuff. So check out the show notes, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast to support it. Um, And let's get into the fucking episode. had a really fun morning 
Woke up. Maddox has been sleeping four hours through the night. Fuck yeah, bitch. So I've been sleeping a little bit more, um, or at least it feels like it. And so we had an exciting morning. The home nurse came out. This is a program that they do at our hospital, but especially because he was in the NICU, we get a free like home visit, so to speak, um, with their, like, I think it's called like home to hospital program or something. So she came out, she was so very kind, definitely going to leave her a review on her survey and, um, just checked over Maddox, answered some questions, asked me some questions and just kind of did like an overall wellness check, if you want to call it that. Um, and so Maddox has already gained another two ounces, which is awesome. Um, so he is seven pounds, four ounces, and his due date is approaching. So I'm recording this on November the 5th, um, and his due date is November the 6th. So he is almost to his due date, which is crazy. I think about how long he's been here, kind of, you know, it, fe- it feels long but short. And I think, holy shit, I would have still been pregnant. I mean, it just blows, it blows my mind. So I'm very grateful. He's healthy. He's doing well. He's growing perfectly. Um... And although he might be at like a newborn stage for being quote unquote two months, he's still just doing fantastic for a premature baby. So very, very happy with that. But anyways, so social media, (sighs) let's see first, you know, when, when did you start being on social media? Let's like really tear this apart and let us all think for a second. When did you first get on social media? For me, I think it was pretty much close to my freshman year of high school is when I really had a social media. I started with Facebook. My mom let me get a Facebook. Um, Before that, I feel like there really wasn't social media. When I was in like seventh grade, eighth grade, we would text and stuff. Like we would use our phone for texting, um, maybe play like Club Penguin, if you guys remember that, or like um, the MyScene dolls, like website, Webkins but not necessarily social media. So I would say I started social media more so like end of 2008, 2009. I feel like that's fair. Um, yeah, wasn't much before that. I'm trying to really break it down. I think that was it. So, but if you think about it, that's about 10 or 11 years I've been on social media. So um, it has definitely evolved since that time frame, and especially like what people share, the openness, the vulnerability and everything else in between. So When I first started on social media, I never knew I would do it for a job. I don't think anyone really starts and goes, wow, this is going to be my full-time job. Um, But when I started really growing my Instagram, I kind of did it. It was all natural. I I was just sharing my my life, my first show prep. I was currently, I was in volleyball, kind of gained some followers through playing volleyball at my university. But then I became into fitness, like just fitness, not volleyball. So, um that was just a shift that I started to naturally share to my audience, you know, what I'm doing, um, et cetera, because I was going to school for exercise science. And, um, from there, more people started just flowing in people. I didn't know they were then asking me questions, wanting to, um, learn, you know, what I was learning, so to speak. And so that kind of just birthed my social media time, right? I was living in Ohio, here, um, but I was by myself. So why it wasn't here, we were doing long distance relationship. Um, and I was very much just by myself all the time. I just worked, I had my internship and then I would come home and tour. The only thing I could do is be on my phone. That's probably when I started having like high screen time, right? Like being just like bored all the time, 
and being alone, right? Like I, I wanted a sense of community. I think that's something we all long for. And that's why social media can be so positive is a lot of us can find those places where people are going through the same thing as us, even if it's something that we think is, is irrelevant, right? Like you'll always find someone that is doing or has gone through the same thing. Um, and so when I found other people who were, you know, alone or, um, doing long distance relationships and into fitness where I was living, that's where I found my community. Right. So started growing it. Um, things were good. Things were good. Things were good. All of a sudden I start to gain a lot of followers with gaining followers also comes gaining opinions. And that is where social media can take a nasty, nasty turn. And you don't even have to have a lot of followers to just get people randomly like trolling you. And I think the issue with that is that Um, especially when you don't have a lot of followers and you just have someone randomly come at you, that hurts a lot more in my opinion than someone who has a very large following and is quote unquote used to people picking them apart, right? But when you're just like this quote unquote random person who's just sharing their life and you get a message like you're a fugly bitch, like that hurts more because it's like, wait, how did you even find my profile to like shit on me, right? Um, So as I started social media growth, I should say, I started getting more of the hateful messages. You know, I got people asking me how I can claim myself a Christian if I use the F word and a premarital sex, just people pouncing on me in terms of religion. Um, and here I am trying to engage people into the church and into believing in a higher power and this and that, and not necessarily pushing my beliefs on everyone, but just encouraging everyone to find their own. Um, and you still get shit on it. It's like damned if you do damned if you don't. Um, so as that continued to evolve, I started to really kind of fit myself into this small box because I was so tired of people not liking me. Um, I'm an Enneagram three, um, also partially like an eight and a one. So to be well-liked, to be respected, that I that means a lot to me. So when I get messages or got messages that people were not liking me, I started to fit myself into a box to make sure that everyone, maybe not even liked me, but just couldn't say anything, right? It's like, okay, how can I be just as good as possible to where if anyone has anything not nice to say, they would at least be like making it up. Cause like, I just want to be a normal person that no one can really hate. And if they don't hate me, it's just, they, they don't care. You know what I mean? And so I started to fit myself into this, this small sector and not necessarily not being myself, but not showing my full self. Um, And I think that at that time, looking back, it really, it was good for me because I was trying to grow rapport. I was trying to grow a business. I needed to be professional. I needed to keep certain things just black and white. Um, And at the time, I mean, everything happens for a reason. I just, I think that was my path for a reason Um, and that's okay. So However, during that time, I, I can honestly tell you guys, like I was not the happiest. I mean, if, if my post got 9,000 likes, let me tell you, it felt great for about one day. And then I would post again. And if my post didn't do as good, I would feel like a fucking loser. So in my opinion, that is not fun. That's not fucking fun to worry so much about how your posts are going to do, how people are going to respond. Um, if people care, if people don't, And 
it's something you can get very wrapped into in social media. And, and that's just blatantly honest. Um, you become very craving of validation and affirmation, which is a normal human characteristic. Do not get me wrong. Um, but you become controlled by it, um, where you start to feel embarrassed if you post something you think people won't like or won't care about, or, um, you know, oh, well, I, I really like this picture, but what if it doesn't do well? Um, or like, I don't have the best caption to go with it. You know, it's, it's easy to get sucked into, especially when you have an audience in front of you or you want to grow an audience in front of you. Um, and you're kind of worried about like how they'll like this, or if they won't like this, or if they'll unfollow me for this. So it was a point in my life where I fit myself into a mold of others. And, um, it, it was, like I said, it did me good for the time and place. And it taught me the lessons I needed to be taught to continue to grow and be where I am now. Um, so 2018 was kind of when my page was at a peak. I went pro. Um, I was just, a lot of things were happening in my life to where I had a lot of eyes on me. And that was all great, but also wasn't because I probably got the most negativity that I have ever gotten. Um, and a lot of that comes from people being jealous of others succeeding. And that is something that's so easy on social media to attack others for. So if you're someone out there who always gets, you know, hate mail, what are you doing? That's good. You know what I mean? That's when the people really come out is when you're doing something that either they wish they could do, or they would never have the balls to even want to do. So they make fun of you for doing it. Um, now that that's not even to toot your own horn, like, Oh, like I'm the shit. That's why I have haters. No, like that's not supposed to come across like that. It's just people find insecurities in themselves and project it onto your personal page. So I started to just get a lot of people being negative towards me. Um, claiming that I was like this fake bitch and this and that. And, you know, at the time, like I did probably lose myself a little bit, you know, competing does a fucking number on you. Um, and I started to feel very confident, but not in the level to inspire others to be confident too. I think I was confident to the point of being kind of a cocky cunt. And I would call myself the C word to be honest, because, um, number one, I, I truthfully love that word, but number two, I, I was a different breed. When I get confident, should I say when I got confident back in that time, like my early 20s, I'm talking like 2021, 20, it was just a different f form of confidence. And the way that I projected it was very cocky. Um, it wasn't from a place of wanting to be inspiring others to be confident too. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm kind of roasting myself right now, but I think it's important to address your own flaws that you've gone through. And, and I'll be very open and honest and say that that was a time where I really did lose myself in the social media age. So, um, from there, my page pretty much like stopped growing. I mean, I, I really have barely grown my Instagram in probably almost a year and a half, two years. Um, and that's okay. Like I, I, really love where I'm at. And I think that's where I'm, I'm going to come here full circle pretty soon. Um, but I just want to give you guys some background on my personal journey with it. I might not be growing my Instagram as much because like, I feel like I just, I lose a lot of followers while simultaneously maybe gaining those. Um, so losing the people who maybe just don't ride with me anymore and that's totally okay. Protect your energy, but also gaining the followers who appreciate my newly discovered 
self, if you want to call it that, that self that is confident, that self that is truly me stepping into my power, especially now just being a mom and being who I feel as if I've, I've meant, I've been meant to be, I have been, I have been meaning to be, I don't know how to word that, but you guys get what I'm saying. So after I stopped kind of growing my Instagram, I really, it took a toll on my mental health for a minute because I personally pride myself on the content I put out. Like I really try to do everything I can with my current resources. You know, I don't, I don't have the fucking fancy videographer who follows me around at the gym. I I don't do the cool fucking transitions with kicking my shoe at the fucking camera and it goes to the next workout. Like I, I don't do that and I don't really fucking care to learn. Like it's, it's not, I'm not like that. That just not, doesn't fit me fits other people, not me. So I don't have all the fancy stuff. I don't have always grade a, you know, Sony camera content. Um, you know, I'll take some nice pictures here and there, but it's not like all the aesthetics, you know? So when I kind of became aware of that and stepped into that is when I started to really enjoy social media again. Um, and now being at a, a really positive point in my life with my social media page and not worrying about likes, not worrying about followers, not checking my insights, um, all of these things, the more I can kind of out outward look at others and just see where the negative, the negativity lies and the energy lies. And I think, um, what energy you put out in the world, you will reciprocate back to you. Right? So when I put out that energy of being fake, not on purpose, not on purpose, I was never fake on purpose. And I wouldn't say I was fake. I was lost. When I put out that energy of me kind of being lost in myself, I gained the followers that were also lost in themselves, right? So then I gained the, ne- the negative people because they would just attack me because they were just as lost and confused and irritated as I was, but they were taking it out on me and my content and who I was. So now that I'm kind of in that spot of just like really not giving a, a true shit um, and just enjoying life and the, the positivities and this and just smiling and being bright and jolly while also being vulnerable on those dark days. That's where I've gained the followers that I want to keep. That's where I've gained the people that want to support me, want to be a part of my community, want to use my codes, want to encourage me, want to um, uplift me and make me feel like I belong in social media and not that I'm an outcast. Um, you know, looking at social media, you guys see it every day. You scroll, you see all these friend groups. Um, you see them all shouting each other out, kind of like a, you know, like the vlog squad, shit like that. And you're like, why can't I have friends like that? Why, you know, I never have had friends like that. And that's what I think a lot all the time is I see these people who have these massive influencer friends and they're a big friend group and they all shout each other out all the time. And I'm like, wow, I don't fucking have that. And I will probably never fucking have that. Um, I'll have a few close social media friends, but it's not like we're going to go start a goddamn, you know, vlog squad channel and, and share all of our shit with everyone and air out our dirty laundry every couple months for a high viewing video. You know, it's, it's, that's just not how me and my friends work. And so the ability to scroll nowadays and just feel like you're not at the point where you should be is very easy. And I'm sure some of you might even scroll through my page and and maybe get caught in that sometimes too. And I would never mean to put stuff out there to make you feel like that ever, ever. That is never 
my intention, but it's all about how we reciprocate other people's content, right? And how it serves us or doesn't serve us. And I think that is kind of the main premise of this conversation is I want you guys to really evaluate going forward. And after this podcast, what, what does your timeline look like? I mean, this is, I'm talking TikTok. I'm talking Twitter. I'm talking Facebook. I'm talking Instagram. I'm talking fucking LinkedIn. I don't care what content you're in taking or what app, what does your, what does your timeline look like? And is it fueling you or deflating you? Can you go on your timeline and scroll and feel fulfilled and maybe educated or inspired? Or do you go through your timeline and feel constantly down on yourself? Um, self-conscious in yourself, maybe low like self-esteem, maybe you feel judged, maybe you feel triggered. Who are you following and, and why are they making you feel like that? And should you still be following them? So for example, um, I've, I've unfollowed and if I don't unfollow them, because a lot of times it's not personal, it's just all about you. It's about your mental space and your energy and that is totally okay. But if you don't feel comfortable on following people nowadays, you can easily mute them. You can mute them on Twitter. You can mute them on, on Facebook and you can mute them on Instagram so that it doesn't show that you unfollowed them, but you don't see them in your, in your timeline on your feeds. So anyways, my point being, if you really feel like you're, you kind of feel really guilty when you hit unfollow, I get it, but then just mute them or do what you need to do to protect your energy. So for example, when I scrolled through my Instagram a few months ago, I just noticed a lot of people who competed, a lot of people who were just drastically lean kind of triggered me. And this was during my pregnancy. Um, and at that point, was that selfish of me? I would say absolutely not because I knew where my mental health was and what I needed to not see or see to feel better. So for me to mute people or even just unfollow like someone like the... Uh, Miss Olympia's like, why the fuck was I still following them? Like, it's just, it's not a part of my journey anymore. That's all right. Doesn't mean that I disrespect what that part of my journey used to be, but that just means I don't give a fuck about it going forward. That's totally okay. Clear your timeline, clear your timeline. If you have old stuff that you maybe followed, you know, maybe you were in a place of like deep depression. So you followed a lot of depression pages um, or like, you know, helpful pages. And maybe now it just triggers you to go back to those bad times. Unfollow them. It doesn't mean that you don't care anymore. Um, same with like influencers, fitness influencers. Bitch, if you, if you have to in unfollow me, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Unfollow me on Instagram and still listen to my podcast. You know, like you can, you can pick where you're taking in your content and what triggers you and what doesn't. Maybe Instagram isn't for you. I get a lot of people who message me, hey, Des, haven't been on Instagram in X amount of months. It's bad for my mental health, but I just wanted to get on and check on you and a few other people. So glad to see you're doing well. Absolutely. I know that it's never anything for the most part, <laughs> negative against me. If you have to take that break from social media or unfollow me or unfriend me or whatever, and that should go with any other influencer, like honestly. Now, does that mean that you need to message the influencer or like let them fucking know, hey, um, I just really didn't like your post today. I'm gonna hit unfollow. You, you guys, I'm, I'm saying this out of the kindness of my heart. You don't have to announce that we, we don't, we don't mind here. Um, and that includes like, even with your friends, you don't have to tell your friends, Hey, I unfollowed you today. 90% of people won't fucking know. They do not know. And if you're someone who's constantly checking, if someone is still following you or not, just stop, 
just honestly save your energy, save your mental health. Don't fucking do it. I I've never ever checked to see if other people were following me. Maybe one time, and it was after an argument I had with a friend when I was younger, and I was like, I wonder if she's still on my Facebook. That's it. it it's not worth the energy not worth the time, like literally getting on the app and figuring that out, not worth it. And it's not worth the feeling of if you see that they're not following you anymore. Cause like it, it would hurt. I don't care who you are, or what they did or what you did. It still kind of sucks to be like, wow, you, you unfollowed me. Like, all right. Um, I will say in my personal experiences, I've had some people, um, that I've followed for like years, right? We followed each other. And I'll get a notification that I'll see and it'll say blank followed you back. I'm like, oh, fuck that bitch unfollowed me. No way. That's funny. I wonder what I did. And but you know what? I move the fuck on and get over it. So social media can be very toxic in that way. But number one, my tip to you, clean up your fucking timeline. I'm I'm encouraging you on this Sunday after this podcast. I'm, I'm dead ass serious. Get on your Twitter. Get on your Facebook. Get on your Instagram delete people who you immediately know trigger you and now be aware where when you're on your apps going forward if you go across a post and I would say give it like a three strike two strike rule if you see this person's post or this page's post and it bothers you more than two times or three times unfollow or mute their account I think that's a really good rule of thumb to follow because you know one 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 post might just be your mood of the day right two posts Mm, obviously maybe their content doesn't suit you. Three posts, there's no fucking reason you need to be following them. And it can be as vain as you're jealous that they're prettier than you. And I hate saying that, but it's so true. I know we can be triggered by different bodies, different shapes, different physiques, different looks. And if that is the reason you need to mute or unfollow someone, fucking do it. It's still your energy. It's your decision, your mental health. Who gives a fuck if you offend the person that you unfollowed them, right? This is about you. And we have to remember that we need to be selfish and protect that energy. Um, And again, guys, if this comes back to you listening to me right now and being like, dude, I can't fucking handle her. She is hurting my energy. Please do it. I I do not care. I am such an advocate for doing what's best for you. Um, And for too long, I didn't do that. So the second thing I want to talk about social media is just the negativity, the people, the fucking troll accounts. And so many people will tell you, don't give in to them. They're just fake. They're just fake. Um, hold on, I have to take a sip. Mm. Don't give in to their energy. They're just piece of shit. <laughs> no fucking shit that they're a piece of shit. But the thing with troll accounts or even just fucking bitch ass people on the other side of the screen, they are still real people. There is still a real fucking person behind a troll account. Even though there's no picture, even though the username is like 6159user5m51, they are still, there is still a human on the other side. And I don't think that humans should be allowed to treat other humans like that. Um, especially when some messages can just be so, so rude. Um, everyone's so easily fucking offended nowadays. And it's just, it's tiring. It's tiring and it makes social media not fun. So there's a few different ways that you can kind of approach this situation. If you get someone negative in your DMS, number one, sometimes guys, 
It warrants a fucking response. If you take time out of your day to try to shit on me for some fucking dumb reason, then guess what? You've given me every invitation to come right the fuck back and shit right back on you. So depending on the circumstance, dude, I will fire off on someone, especially if it's something that is like just the most taken out of context message ever in the whole fucking planet. It's like you you asked for a response back. And 90% of the time when you respond back, they respond back either A, bitchy, or B, they'll be like, oh my God, I, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it that way. And they'll try to cover their ass because they didn't know that you would see it. So that's one option and how to kind of deal with the negativity. The second option would be to just delete them and block them. Delete them and block them. I know it's easier said than done. We always want to bite back. We want to be top dog. We want to, um, you know, bark, bark back. We want to prove our point. Sometimes guys, it's just, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? If there are just some deranged motherfuckers on the internet nowadays and to fuel into their fire sometimes isn't worth it. And again, it's very dependent on the the circumstances for me, whether I reply back or not. Um, but most of the time I'm just like, dude, these people that reply to you or go out of their way to just message you something shitty, dude, can you imagine how sad their lives are? Truly, truly take a second. Can you imagine if they took the time that they took to message you or shit on you to actually better their mental health where they could be today? It is fucking sad. And so when I put myself in that situation, wow, how, how angry would I have to be to comment on something or how angry would I have to be to message someone or how jealous would I have to be to, to do that? I'm like, damn, dude, that's fucked up because I am not near, nearly even remotely close to thinking about being negative towards someone into even if say, say someone really pissed me off, say someone's post really pissed me off. And I was like, wow, I wish I could fucking message them. I never did. I've never, you never do. Most of us listening, I hope you never do because guess what? The person that you do not know that you are messaging, they don't give a fuck. I'm just letting you know. I get some messages from people sometimes and they, they act like I care. They act like I know them. It's um, Chris D'Elia, RIP. He, he really shit the bed with his career. He said though before, something along the lines of like, when you when someone on social media wants to come at you and say, oh, like, I fucking hate you. You're a piece of shit. It's like them coming up to you, tapping you on the shoulder as a complete fucking stranger in the road. You turning around, seeing this person for the first time ever in your life, and them going, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're you're ugly as shit. And you're like, I literally do not know you. So we harvest these relationships on social media where you think that the person you follow knows you intimately. Sometimes they do. I have a lot of followers I engage with on the regular to where like, if they were to come at me and be like, you're a dumb bitch, I'd be like, oh my God, like we were friends. You know, I I get it. I try my best to really have some deep fostered relationships. But when you're talking about people um, who have huge accounts and even myself, some messages, maybe I just never see, right? Maybe we've never actually connected. and, And I'm sad for that. I wish we could. But if you if someone negative were to message me and try to light my shit up, 
like, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know fucking half of you, right? I like literally do not. As much as I wish I did, there's no fucking way I ever could. And I, that's nothing I can do about it. Um, so for you guys to, not you guys, but like if for anyone ever to go out of their way to be negative to someone like that, or like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm fucking unfollowing you because your post was fucking bleh. I'm like, I, okay, like I, I do not don't know what you want me to do for it. You're one person out of 200,000 plus. Sorry, I don't give a fuck. So that's an, that's another option. Like I said, to just ignore them. There's, there's no reason to fuel into a fire of someone who's just so deeply hurt inside to give you negative energy. There's no reason to even give it back. Um, but again, warranting a response sometimes definitely, definitely sometimes you respond. Um, another way to deal with the negativity, um, is truthfully, don't be on social media during high stress times. Um, now myself, I've never taken that own advice, but for like you guys who might have more leeway of just like, it's not like you run a business on social media. Maybe you're just on there for fun. If you guys can stay off during high stress times, just do it. You know, for example, this election, um, you know, we, we need, we need change in our country. We do. We need change for, for minority groups. We need change, um, for just all of us to thrive better together, right? There's no doubt about that. But if you get on Instagram or Twitter and you try to tweet something very, just, just blunt, you know, I, I wish we all got along. You will get replies from people tearing your shit up. You know, this is about blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Why the fuck are you so naive? Why would you say that you're a dumb bitch? So if you know that it is a high stress time, you know, you know that a lot's on the line or, you know, that it's, um, obviously elections only every four years, but if you know that there's something big going on, you know, maybe there was a, another like black lives matter movement issue, or, um, you know, maybe there was a genocide or I'm being very extreme right now. I'm just making a point. Maybe, stay off of social media, right? Don't even warrant the opportunity for negativity. Um, there's certain times too. keep your fucking opinion to yourself. I know that we all are entitled to share our opinion, but sometimes there is a, a, there's a time and place though, where your opinion can almost hurt worse than sticking your nose or keeping your nose out of it. Right. Um, so, you know, you can still be on the right side of history without, without sharing your opinion. And it's not always fun. It's not always fun because you want to be, you want to be involved. You want to share, you want to do all the things you want to be an advocate for change, but sometimes it's just, it's really, it's really not worth it. So, um, I do believe that being able to be present for, um, things on social media. Yeah, sure. Keep up with it. Check it out. You know, whatever, but to, but to actually change things for, for others purpose and, you know, try to coax everyone's back, just try to give them a little back rub, you know, Hey, we're still doing great. Just not worth it. Not worth it. Not, not fucking worth it. So anyways, um, those are my kind of like tips on dealing with negativity. And, and, you know, again, at the end of the day too, just realize that you're never going to, 
you're never ever going to be everyone's cup of tea. And I think that's hard for all of us to kind of grasp because we might be uh, really great people. We might think we're really great people. And we're like, how could someone like not like this about me? How could someone not be into this? How, you know, whatever, baby girl, there is a ton of reasons why people will not like you. And you just have to let them not. Um, the, the minute I started being really proud of myself and proud of who I am is the minute that I was able to be truly myself and really step into building relationships with you guys. Um, because I was able to, I was able to cuss again. I was able to share what I want. I was able to feel confident in who I am. Um, and it just feels good. You know, it feels good to finally feel confident in yourself and your business and your purpose and your, your life, because you know that the people that you're bringing around you are the people that want to be there for you and the people that really ride with what you're doing. You know what I mean? So as much as this past year has been just a shit show on social media, because you have everyone just feeling certain ways, struggling and and voicing it, a lot of vulnerability, also a lot of fake people, faking vulnerability. We just have to make sure we're keeping track of where our energy is spent and where our energy is coming from. So I encourage you guys again this Sunday to clean up your social media space, clean it up, especially after just this whole year as a whole, how we're just wrapping it up right here. You know, we're mid-November almost. Now's the time to start preparing for that 2021 mindset. You know what I mean? Who do you want on your side? What community do you need to be a part of to get that bad bitch energy to own the fuck out of 2021? Because I don't know about you, but I'm ready to wreck some shit in 2021 um, since 2020 held us all back. And I do think that the next year, this next year might hold still a lot of inevitable issues just with COVID still and the inability to really get a handle on the pandemic. But hopefully we can somehow see the light at the end of the tunnel and be able to um, to progress in a way to get back to normalcy, if we want to call it that, um, or find our new normal and really settle into it. But it all starts with where you're filling your cup from. And if all of us are are on social media quite a bit each day, I mean, I, I don't give a shit if it's your job or not to be on social media. We're all on it a fucking lot. So if that's something that's going to affect us day to day because we're consuming that content so much, make sure that what you're consuming is stuff that can progress you forward, that can fill your cup, that can make you feel mentally happy and, and high, not like a downer, not negative, not sad, not depressed, not upset, um, not attacked. You know, you want to be surrounded with those people that uplift you. And even if that just means the people that uplift you, um, without trying, you know, just more so meaning people's content that serves you. Um, and if that looks like unfollowing a bunch of people who you really have liked for a long time, unfollow them. Or like I said, you know, mute them. If you don't want them to know, just mute them. No one needs to fucking know. And you do not need to voice that. It's no one's business, but your own. Um, and like I said, that includes me too. If you have to mute my ass, 
If you got to mute me, go for it. Go for it. I will just say, you'll miss some really cute pictures of Maddox. But that's okay. That's all right. Because you do what's best for you. Um, So anyways, I hope that was kind of just a a fun little conversation. Maybe a little eye-opening for you. Maybe even encouraging you to to take that step to either A, maybe down your screen time. You know, maybe control how much you're on social media. Maybe maybe be more aware of what it makes you feel or um, what it makes you want to do. You know, what it makes you feel like you need to have um, and more. You know, and maybe I'll do another episode on just like influencers and what that looks like for us um, in terms of just like, you know, how do we make money? How do you guys help us? How can you help us? Um, how do companies work with us? Whatever it might be, feel free to email me. Let me know what you guys want to know about maybe my side of social media, the way that I take in social media, right? Might be a little bit different than the day-to-day, um, checking in on people that you guys do, right? Just kind of hanging out, checking out, um, having fun with it. What does it look like to use it as a job, you know. Um, so feel free to email me that. My email is in the show notes. But I hope that you guys enjoyed this conversation. Just a little Sunday switch up. You know, not every episode's gonna be fucking humor galore. Um, not every episode's gonna be educational. Not every episode's gonna be a, a total banger. You know, it's it's different episodes fit different people, and that's totally okay. So um, if you decided to listen to this all the way through, I still appreciate you. Um, if you skipped the to the end for some reason, hey, I hope, I don't know why you're here still, but what's good? Thanks for kind of listening. Um, and just make sure, again, you guys check out the show notes, share the podcast if you're listening. Um, let me know, you know, what you guys want to see in upcoming podcasts in general, maybe some topics. Feel free to message me if there's anything that's really um, ringing on your heart or just some advice or some outlook or anything. I love just having fun with you guys and having conversations um, unscripted. This is fun. This is the fun shit. So hope you guys have a great Sunday. Thanks for hanging out with me and we will chat again soon.